This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is brought to you in association with Wednesday Picks, the free-to-play game where you can bag yourself a share of £1,000 just by answering a few questions based on our upcoming fixture. Just head to the iOS App Store or the Google Play Store to download the app and enter your predictions. You have to be over 18 to play. Please play responsibly and be gambleaware.org. You're listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast with your hosts James Mappin and Jamie Halcroft. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Um, yeah, we've got quite a bit to talk about this week, haven't we, Jamie? We have, pal. I mean, uh, I'm glad that they won uh, yesterday because um, if they'd not won yesterday, Jesus Christ, this uh, <laughs> this could have been a, a sad, sad podcast. But uh, but no, I mean, we'll get to, we'll get straight into it, Jamie. Um, that commentary game, it would die, weren't it? It was awful, pal. Like, literally one of the worst performances I've seen, considering as well from you've we've won win 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 and all this FA Cup positive first half ever and however and saw a few people play and then to come out and just literally have absolutely nothing, just have nothing. Yeah, I mean I know they had a change side and everything, but it were I've never I've never ever like got to full time and and felt so. Just fed angry, up. upset, yeah, fed up. Just it, it was just such an abject performance. I can't, I just couldn't believe how how bad they actually were. I mean, I thought initially they, you know, they had a bit of attacking intent, but actually, I think I was just making that up. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think they were, I don't think they were good at all. Um, I mean, that that goal that they scored, that no, but Pelly Pessi and Penne just kind of, well, I don't know what they were doing. They both just. Let him run past. It was just a catalogue of errors, weren't it? Um, I mean, reaction on social media were, I don't know if you've had a look, but everyone was going absolutely crazy. And I mean, to be honest, I, I were almost done with the season after after that game. I thought that were it. It would, you know, it were all finished. We're going to get relegated. And and this and this is that. And you have, I don't know how you felt after the game. Well, I tell you how I felt because. I don't listen to until until we started doing a podcast. I didn't used to listen to many, but I listened to Newcastle one just because I hate Bruce and you know Newcastle's podcast. Their fans like we sort of do. They do it straight after every game. So like, it's a eat a moment and all this. If that had been straight after that Coventry, now I'm all right because we won because we won yesterday. But in eat a moment, if it had been straight after that game, we did that podcast. I think we'd have had loads of one star ratings, which swearing and stuff that would have been doing because it were absolutely. Dying, and I, I was fuming, I was angry. I couldn't even go on Twitter and look at all because I was that pissed off. So, but it was massive. It was absolutely huge that we won yesterday. It, it's just the gap. It's just it's it's massive. Like it, if we won won yesterday, it'd have been absolutely massive. I know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Derby are picking uh, picking up wins. I think they're up to eighteenth or something now. I think it was three three wins on spin that they've had. Mid table if they win next game, so they're out. They don't even need to think about Derby anymore. They're they're not. That's not happening. They're not getting back down there now. So. Um, I, I like you just see Forest having, having enough to stay up. Then you have, then you see Birmingham, only one that might QPR. I don't know about QPR, but like Birmingham always seem to struggle, but always seem to manage to stay up. So 
I don't know who it is we're supposed to be trying to stay up above because even Rotherham are picking up like good wins and performances or whatever. So I don't know, mate. I really, really don't know where it's going to come from. But yeah, I mean, we've, we've just got we've just got to pick up results, haven't we? That's that's the thing. Pick up points, pick up pick up results, and you know, hopefully we can we can climb out. Like you said, that win against Preston's just given me a, a little a little bit of hope. Um, I think you know, obviously we'll we'll get onto all the things that are happening or not happening off the pitch in a, in a little bit, but it just seems that the things that Thompson's doing, um, I mean, I, I think I tweeted earlier, was it four four wins out of the last six in the league? Uh, it didn't feel like it after, <laughs> after the Coventry game, um, but, you know, you can't really grumble at that. That's like promotion form, and I think we kind of, I mean, it, it is just papering over the cracks that, you know, of all the stuff off the off the pitch. But, I mean, if, you know, if we can carry on with that sort of form, then um, you know we're we're gonna hopefully, like I said, climb climb out of that relegation zone. Now, I mean, going back to that, I mean, I don't I don't want to dwell on that commentary game too much, but I, I couldn't see how we were gonna get a, a goal, let alone any any sort of points. I think did we have what what were it one one shot on target for the whole the whole game, and we're just absolutely crying out for a, for someone that can just I don't know just just change a game or you know. Well, just put ball back in net for for starters. I, I I don't know what to I honestly don't know what to say on it. Like it was that it was that bad. I, I I've got honestly got no to say. Like it was just awful. It were awful. They were they just showed nothing. I think with Green, you saw that he's got potential there again. But the pitch didn't help. Obviously, we his type of play. I don't think and ball getting old up or whatever. But it's not even that. It's when <clears throat> it's when you get in ten positions. They were. They were not. They were just nothing. They were just. I, I can't. I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. with it. It was. It was bloody I mean, awful. Like. I, I tell you what. Did, I tell you what did it for me. I think it was still one 0 at this point, and they had a free kick uh, quite late on, and it camera went to the wall, and the older took look, looked disinterested. It just looked like they were just going through motions, and they all looked down, and they were just kind of sauntering across, and there were no like kind of get up and go. It, it was almost like they knew they'd, they'd lost, and at this point, it, it were, I think I'm sure it was only one nil. They looked dejected. They looked like basically just like they weren't asked, and like you know, you, we're down near the bottom, and I know that we you know they're down near the bottom for a reason, but. Come on, you've got to you've got to fight for it. You know, you've got to fight for it. And you've got to fight for every point. And I just I just can't see. Well, after that commentary game, I couldn't see any fight. And I were I mean I were quite optimistic before the game. I were like you know I think we tweeted saying you know really optimistic really optimistic about this game. You know we come off the back of around we lost against Everton, but it weren't you know we didn't embarrass ourselves. You know it was just, you know lapses of concentration for those uh, um, you know those goals for, from the corners. I thought, you know what, we can we can take this to Coventry. Coventry aren't a good side, you know. We can, you know. I, I thought we were going to win. I thought we were going to beat them, and then we just we just didn't turn up. We're just absolute, you know, shocking. I mean, I know we're going to speak about Hutchinson. Yeah, obviously, we, you know, we, he had a good game against against Preston, but um, I don't I don't think playing him in that like defensive midfielder role kind of worked against Coventry. I know it was his first game back for. For quite a while. I mean, what did you, you know? What did you think about that? Well, like, like I said to you last week, you know, when you said, "Oh, he's, he's a backup player; he'll, he won't go straight into the squad or whatever." And I was like, well, "I disagree. I think he will. I think he'll go straight in. I think it were it were it weren't wrong to put him in straight in. But I knew he would. Like I just knew he would. But yeah. at the same time, it not maybe not rusted. Just I don't know if none of them performed, so it, it kind of yeah. didn't work all around. But like when you look at Patterson and that, like again, another one with Patterson, you can't slate Patterson. Everyone. I've seen him on Facebook group again and people just slate him, slate him. And, but then, oh, he's right good now, he's right, but he's that top scorer because this is that. He's, he's, he's never, ever stops. He's not a striker generally. On yesterday's game, mate, he, he was unbelievable. He never, ever stopped running. He never, ever stopped trying. And the only game we haven't won in the last five or six, whatever it is, is when he hadn't started and he, and he hadn't scored because he hadn't played. So that, yeah. that, says, that says it all, mate. He, he has to be in the squad he has to be in the squad because he's a massive difference even if it, even his energy like even his energy is just it's always 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 gives it his all and he doesn't score in two games and all fans are like oh what's happening he's not good enough and blah blah he, he, he needs to be in squad because he's, he's our top scorer he's our top like work ethic and we just need a minute and Will Chinson like I said he, he went back to his normal self I thought he was outstanding on a, in the game yesterday I thought he was brilliant and going back to defence and things like that, I think we're doing alright in defence Everybody seems to sort of be able to come in like 
we've got everybody out. We've got so many injuries, but we can keep a clean sheet. We can we can start. So we just need to keep that. Yeah, I mean, when you said about defence there, I think we've got outside at top six, we've got probably I think best defence in uh, in division. So you know, all the teams above us, we, we know we don't concede goals, but similarly we don't score them either, do we? But you know the. We, we, you know, I think so. You know, we've kept so many clean, you know, three or four clean sheets in the last four or five games, something like that. So we're, you know, we're not conceding, and we're just going to show some high over ended pitch and get and get some goals, which we de- you know desperately, desperately need. I mean, I don't want to go over that, the Coventry game too much, so we'll move on to on to Preston. And I went before we played. I just thought I went. I just thought we were going to get beat. Uh, I just thought it was going to be another crap performance, and to be fair, the um, it weren't the best performance in the world. It weren't like we weren't world beaters, but compared to Coventry, it were a massive, massive improvement, and they were just like a professional performance. I think um, Regida he deserved uh, to start. I, I thought I thought it was a bit, um, a bit, a bit harsh that he didn't start against Coventry. Although to be honest, it's probably good that he didn't start because I think that would knock his confidence. Yeah, well, I, th- I think it's, for a start, going back to a few of the things you've just said, when we're on about defence, that's six best away in division. For a start, it, we haven't even, we never, when was the last time we had the same defence, James? When was the last time we played the same defence, like two consecutive matches or whatever? I know it's not our fault, but like all these other solid defence, like teams in the league, they've got that sent two centre back pairing. If, if one person gets injured, somebody else will drop in, whereas we've got five or six. But then, when you're on about that, like Preston going into the Preston game, it helps for a start the chances these teams are missing. Like Preston missed some like took easy chances and it could have been other way around again. So it does help that. But again, it's not it's not convincing. It's not convincing, but it's getting a win. And if you win when you're not convincing, that's 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 when you start picking up. That's when you can stay up or at other end of the table. That's when you can go up when you're winning when you're not playing very well. So yeah, I just think we just need to we just need to get that striker in because if we don't. If we don't get that strike, well, we're not going to get a strike. I know it's Sunday night, now, but we're, we're not. We, we, we don't. I don't know where all goals are going to come from. But we've been saying that for a few weeks now, and we're, we're picking up wins. So it's not all bad. Player you forget about is like Dominic Iofa. I mean, he was absolutely solid when he, when he when he played, and he's just someone that you know. I know he's injured till till the end of the season, but I think we miss him massively. Uh, yeah, I think if we, if we can get like a a pairing together. I mean, one one thing I will just just say is, don't don't you think now when we've got. You, know, you mentioned Patterson, <clears throat> he's quite vocal. Now we've got Hutchinson, he don't, he's not scared to shout about. Westwood as well, he's obviously, he, shout, he shouts. I know um, Shea Dunkley, he's not played for a couple of weeks, but when he, when he has played, I think he likes to command his defence. I think, I think now, more than ever, we need them big characters in the side. Yeah, we do, and you're right. And I think it's the first time, and that's however many years, we've won four games at home on trot. Which is mental. So we've done yeah. that. And when you look at defenders, going back to it again, so Van Aken is out on loan. He's this, is that, and then he comes back and then he finally picks up four or five performances. Everyone's happy and he's injured. Then you've got Che Dunklin. He, he looks really good, but again he's injured now. And then you've got Borna, who were, who were like unstoppable when he first came. Oh my God, he's Maradona to Wednesday fans, and now he's average away. And then you've got Lee's, who were always bad, and now he's good again. And we just we can't seem to ever get two solid centre-backs and when they do they get injured or I don't know I just I just think we need to need to just stop with these injuries but you can't help it how can you help yeah. it you can't you can follow us on our social media just search for at WTID pod on Twitter Instagram and Facebook and make sure you get involved I mean who, who would you have for Manic Match against against Preston if, if, you had to, if you had to pick one I had Hutchinson um, simply because that Uruguay, he were unreal. He were class, but um, I you can't pronounce his name, can you? No, I just say I just say Uruguay all the time. But I just I might just start calling him Uruguay. But yeah, so <laughs> Hutchinson, he's come back, he's come back, and all this, he's got pressure on him, blah blah, and he's straight in line up again, and he was just solid. So apart, apart from Patterson, them they were top three, obviously. But yeah, I just think Hutchinson, he, I thought he were he were class. He didn't like his on field, just his, his vocals, it makes a difference. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got for Origida, me. I just think he uh, he's coming. He's, you know, I think he didn't put a foot wrong. Uh, I think playing him in it, when he played, he played left at centre back three. Uh, I think that suited him more than playing out like wide on you know left hand side of defence. 
or right, whichever whichever way they, they play in. But I thought the uh, you know, he suited that position quite well. I mean, Whitney and where did that you know sliding tackle and then you know yeah. picked up possession at ball and it just looks like he's you know he don't look like a young a young kid. It looks like he's been playing for you know for however many years and hopefully. Well, well. To be fair, that that team that's played against Preston, barring any injuries or anything like that, you know, they, they should really be ready to go again um, on on Tuesday. I mean, you could probably say you put Green in there, you know, for maybe Reach or something like that. I don't know what you think about that. Um, no, I'd never, I'd never take Reach out. He's the only player I would never ever take out. I think I've, I've said what I think of Reach is always a solid performer. He's never a, when when can you remember last time when you said or oh, Reach messed up for that goal big time or he missed that sitter like it doesn't happen he's, I think he's a quality player and you need him in there he's all, he can always produce something again with defence I'm just trying to think about when it were so when he started when when lineup when lineup came out you didn't have a clue what you were like where what is this like where right but but when it came out I just think with Brennan I think with Brennan again like straight out of the squad sure I don't know what's happening with him again it's just all drama but I just think Brennan I think at least beyond bench like we he is a centre back and he's a young lad and I, I honestly think he could step up I really do from what, what I've seen of him so far especially when we don't have centre backs at the minute but. Anyway, yeah, they've, they've performed all right at back and even they're all playing out of position and obviously Palmer got the goal. <laughs> just before we move on anyway, James, uh, I just want to mention Paul Dove again. Um, a Wednesday fan on Facebook groups is everywhere. He's brilliant. He's such a nice man anyway. Uh, he's been there for me recently. He's been there since the day I met him in pub at uh, Chapel Town a few months few month back. His wife passed away recently uh, fighting a over 10-year battle with cancer. So I hope he's all right and I'm sure... Um, Wednesday will try and win a few games for a blesser so yeah we're thinking here Paul yeah and obviously we do uh, send all his uh, condolences um, to Paul as well now um, obviously yeah we've already talked about uh, Hutchinson Jamie but obviously he's, he's signed um, he, he did a press conference before he before he signed and it said he was on an incentive based contract do you think that's kind of the right decision for for him to uh one to come back to us and two to be signed on that sort of deal really well yeah i think for him coming back from cyprus in winter in lockdown is it's a no-brainer uh he'll obviously have some up here and whatever from when he's been here his english it, I, don't, I think he just i don't know it don't look like he, had, like he had the best time out there for a start and for us i think this is a win-win just signing him on an incentive or whatever because he'll be getting his wages even if it is seven grand a month <laughs> he'll be getting his wages and then at the end of it if he's good and we want to sign him for another year we can do but if he's not it's not somebody else on some stupid wage bill that we have to keep paying for so yeah it's a win-win yeah i mean obviously we do know he has had his injury concerns and whatever he's not you know not always fully fit so you know, at least he's not just coming here just and stealing the wages. At least he's, you know, he's got to he's got to play to get paid, kind of thing. So, uh, at least he's, you know, we know he's going to put hundred and ten percent in. And I think that showed yesterday as well against against Preston. You know, he didn't put a foot wrong. You know, you're not like, you know, you know I went shouting at the screen going, you know, what are you doing? You know, Hutchinson, you know. But, and I thought he were class some of, some of the tackles that he put in as well. He, that's something we we missed, and he didn't he didn't look phased either. I think the one bit where. Um, you know, he nearly he nearly gave it away, and he you know he nearly messed up. But he didn't look flustered. He just looked like cool as a cucumber. And we've kind of we've kind of missed that. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to be getting, bringing all the old guys back, but it is something that we've definitely missed. Well, yeah, um, that's exactly what I was saying last week on podcast when I said that he will go straight into lineup because what else do you need when you're in a relegation battle but a battler? And that's improved my point exactly because that is exactly what he did. And he don't look face because he's it's a professional and he's. His experience is being around in us, he's doing it. It's not a new signing. That's on his first game that no one knows about. That if he makes a, a, a bad tackle or he loses the ball, he's got to be right quick and get it back because all fans, all, he knows what he's doing. He knows what his game is, and um, he knows we, we know what we know what we get, we get with him. We know what we get. We just say, yeah, we get the yellows and the stupid tackles and the reds and whatever. But at the same time, I'd, I'd take that for how many good performances he has. Hey, you said that. You said that he gets all the yellows. I don't think he's had a yellow card, he has he? In his two games, it's, two games played, that's a great. record, isn't it? <laughs> it would have. I mean, I, mean, I, I, put, a, I put a tweet out, didn't I, saying, you know, when will he get his yellow card? Will it be Bingo. the first game? First, <laughs> yeah, first 45 minutes or whatever. But I think he's, uh, he's surprised everyone there. We're uh, going, what, 
two games without without getting a yellow. I don't think he's even committed a foul. Probably to be to be fair, he must be a changed man. I just I, I just expect him to. Uh, you know, remember that uh, what was it Wickham game where Nile Ranger pulled up his shirt and he said, "I'm a changed man." I just expect Hutchinson <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. to do that. <laughs> to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, something that you mentioned to me on um, on chat when you said about kids going out on loan, I thought that was quite a an interesting thing when you know we've got the likes of you know your Brennans and your Galvins who clearly uh, you know they're out of favour and he's not going to he's not going to pick them in the league you know because they weren't even in the squad let alone uh, in the starting lineup but I, I you know I'd like to see that them be farmed out to either a League One or or, or League Two side you know yeah so I agree and um, that's what was that's what I was texting you about because I simply think all these players in and out you can always recall call someone. You can always recall someone if you need them or whatever. So, you're not going to recall them for an FA Cup game or whatever game. If, if they're in your squad, they're in your squad. But when they're going out on loan, it's, it's a lot better experience than under-21s at any level. Uh, even if fans are there, fans aren't there. It's a, it's, full, it's a proper game with proper teams for real going up and going down and survival and blah, blah. And then you can get a lot more of an understanding. You know, after three games, if somebody's out on loan and they start every game, that they're doing all right. You know, if they've gone bench straight away, they're not going to be ready for our team. And, you know, anyway, it's just, we'll just benefit from it. You've got to benefit from putting about alone. I would literally put, if I could, I'd just put 10 players out from under 21. I just wouldn't even have an under 21 squad. I'd just have them all out on yeah. loan. That's what literally what I do, mate, to be honest. But at the same time, we've got a lot, we've always had a lot of people coming through youth and stuff like that. And, I, I just think they could get a lot of experience from doing it and it can't hurt, it can't hurt anything or putting them out on loan. I mean, obviously, at the time of recording, there's still, what, another 25, 26 hours left on uh, transfer window. So, you know, I hope you know, they might, you know, farm a few people out. You know, likes of Alex Hunt as well. He's another, he's another one that could probably benefit from, from getting a bit of game time. You know, it's not going to do him any, uh, any bad, really, in, in going out. Oh, not really. Um, now, obviously, last week we had a, a new feature, um, Guess the Player, which uh, went down quite, quite well. So have you have you sorted something else out for this week? Yeah, because I know we said last week you were going to do it, didn't we? But uh, I like doing it, and I've done it. And uh, <laughs> I've just thought of, I've just thought another one. So free clues again. Uh, guess the player again on uh, social media. Let us know uh, when you got it, and be honest. So the first clue is it was a left back for Sheffield Wednesday. Obviously, left back for Sheffield Wednesday. We signed him from. Preston in 2003 and he made 58 appearances for us. That's the first clue. Mm. Any ideas? Right, okay. Uh, no, not yet. I'll wait until uh, I'll wait until your next uh, your next clue. I think I've no, I'm not. I'm drawing a bit of a blank on that one. Okay, okay. We'll do that then in a bit. Then I was just like, so now going back to Alex Sun. You know, you mentioned him then. Um. I'm just sort of looking, because, uh, you know, like we always talk about what we're going to talk about this week or whatever, and it sort of rolls into this, talking about, like, you're on about on loan, the kids going out on loan. At the same time, players that are out of contract, so Alex Hunt is one of them, isn't he? And yeah. putting him out on loan now is no good in January right now. Put him out on loan right now, and then when he gets when he comes back at the season, he's free agent. Anyway, so, anyway, I just, I think I don't think, and I hate slaying players, you know, you know what I'm like, weird, but... I, I, I don't think he's good enough one bit one tiny bit he's too small he's not strong enough he, he doesn't seem to have a shot on him he's, he's passive I just, I just don't get it I don't understand I don't get it at all I don't think he's good enough he's not been playing in FA Cups when normally he'd have been the first one to be in I just don't think he's good enough personally Yeah I mean there is quite a few people and I'm quite shocked as well to see how many actually are out of contract at, at the end of the season I know Joe who works at the Star he's, he tweeted uh, and I'll read the list out as well so you've got Westwood Van Arken, Hutchinson, Reach, Penny, Lees, Odebajo, Uragide, Thompson, Harris, Pelipese, Bannon, Shaw, Hunt, Waldock, Marriott, Rhodes, Brown, and Kachunga. Oh, yeah, all, all those are, are out of contract. So, for a start, Kachunga, he only come on a one year deal, I'm guessing. I thought that was more than that. And now we're managing, this is the main thing. Like, now, why isn't nobody there now signing these players that we want new contracts? Like, our best players that we want to keep. Like, we haven't got a manager. Nobody knows who's who's going to... If a new manager comes in, who's going to like him and all this and whatever. But people like Reach, it's got to be signing a new contract. You've got to be giving Reach a new contract. Do two years, whatever. You've got to be giving him a new contract. Uh, you can't let it run out. Like, I, I just don't get it. I, that's a lot of players. The thing, the thing is, the thing is, though, 
I suppose, I mean, we've, we've let it, we, to let it get to this stage where they've only got six months left on the contract is just a, an absolute joke in itself. Yes, it is. Because now, because now what they're doing, if you're going to be, a, if you're a player in that, in that list, yep. you're looking and thinking, do I want to be playing for a, yep. for a league one? And club? if it goes down, we don't, like, don't matter. Yeah. So, so if we, if we get, if we get relegated, then they could just go, oh, I'd sign a new contract and, and see you later. Yeah. Whereas, whereas if they do sign a contract now, I would, you know, it's, it's just to get, to get to this stage, it's absolutely stupid. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, there's some players on that list that must be on some big money, you know, Westwood for starters, you know, Bannon, Lees, we all, we all know that they're <clears throat> probably the three biggest earners in the club, whether or not they're thinking, you know whether the stick, you know the stumbling block is money, and they've not we've not offered them a deal that they that they want in terms of you know I'm guessing it's going to be a lot less than what they've what they're on now. We don't we don't really know. Well, that list, if you had to choose three people, who would you keep? If I had to choose three people, before I choose three people, I just want to say as well, like when you've just said, then who would want to sign a new contract at Wednesday when? Chairman's only paying you seven grand a month anyway. Uh, there's all all this thing game. There's all this commotion about this and that and what, what, oh, have we got a manager have we not and let's sign a player where we, we can't pay him full or shall we sign it's just I, I don't get why anyone would want to come or want to stay there but anyway the list um, who out of the players on that list so Westwood number two reach one million percent and obviously Bannon like, obvi- obvi- why is Bannon on that list? Why the hell is Bannon on that list? But then at, t- at the same time, mate, let me just go through all other ones straight away. Kachunga, I'd give him a year. Brown, let him go back. Rhodes, try and get a penny for him. Marriott, let him go back. Waldock, not seen enough for him to, de- to decide. Hunt, no. Shaw, that he, he should have been... Uh, anyway, stupid that he hasn't been signed when, after this month. Harris, definitely give him another two year. Uh, Thompson is a young lad. You've got to give him at least a year. Uh, put him out on loan. Uruguay, definitely give him two years. Odebarju, try and try and if, see if we can get him um, a place at Barnet or something like that. Um, Lee's, <laughs> Lee's, Lee's give him two years. Penny, give him a year. Reach, four years. Hutchinson, give him another year contract. Van Aken, try and get rid of him because he's injury prone. That's that's my opinion on all of it. So. You've missed your mate, Oh, Pelly Pesce. No, no, I, I, I forgot he existed, mate. Sorry. Um, no, I won't. I won't, give him, I won't give him a new contract. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, for, for me on, on that one, um, Westwood. Yeah, we've got to keep. He's the best keeper yeah. um, by by an absolute country mile. Yeah. And just, I mean, I, before I was always thinking like, yeah, let's play the kids and let's you know let's get kids a chance. You know, as in Dawson and, and Wildsmith, but. When Westwood comes in, he just he's just head and shoulders above above them. So yeah, you've got to give him a new uh, a new deal. Kachunga, um, he hasn't pl- he hasn't played enough for me. He's, he's, set, he's not, set the goal up. He, That's the only thing he's done since he came. He set the goal up yesterday. That is the only thing. He's yeah, done. He, he's not he's not done. Outside. I can't I can't set him. If you said to me that Kachunga is never going to play for Sheffield Wednesday ever again, yeah, I'm not exactly I'm not going to be disappointed. Yeah. So yeah. I'm best you know Izzy Brown. You know what my feelings on Lisa yeah. Brown are. I think he's just he's, he's never been that sharp and um, you know, like you said, send him back. Jordan Rhodes. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, the fact that we've bought him for so much and he could just go for nothing is just that's. It's, it's not good. So, he is. He is going for nothing. It's not that he could. Well, he is. Yeah, he is. I mean. I, I mean where do you think he's going to go? Where's he going to end up? Stocksbridge Park Steels or someone like that? Because well, I, I don't know who's going to touch him. He's got to take. His thing is, he's, he's, he'll go to a championship, I reckon, to a to a lower championship club, maybe someone like QPR, QPR or something. Like, I don't know. All right, all right, maybe you know what? You know why I think he'll go? Honestly, because I think they'll be able to afford his wages. Sunderland, a team like Sunderland, yeah. a, a good yeah. team in League One that's trying to get back, where he'll bang him in for fun in League One that can afford just to, that he can get a wage still that I've got enough money. I think that's you know what I mean. A team like that. A team like that. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. I mean, Marriott, he's done no. Uh, I, I weren't, you know, the fact the fact that Derby didn't even want him back, it says it all. And Derby, are, no. Waldock, I couldn't even tell you what position Waldock plays. I've never even heard of him, to be honest. Uh, yeah, Hunt, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could perhaps give a deal and, like you said, farm him out. Sure, yeah, we need, we need we need to keep sure. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Hopefully, we hear something soon, one way or the other, because it's just rumbling on too too much. You know, he's not apparently he's injured. I don't know how 
true that is or not because he always seems to everyone always seems to be injured when contract rumours are going around and, and stuff Bannon now controversial here before well after the Coventry game I would have said get rid of your likes uh, get rid of all of them and just start again and, and you know because I thought we were going down I, you know, after Preston game, it's kind of restored my faith a little bit. I've put me, you know, a bit more level-headed now. I'm a bit, I'm a bit hot-headed when I when I'm making those sort of comments. Um, you've, you know, he's the life and the soul of the, of the club. Now, just just one thing while we're on that, because it just it just reminded me. Did you did you see it when we, when against Preston when he took it off of Lee's toes? No. Lee's were about to ping, ping it across, and 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 Bannon just like nicked it off him, you know, and and I think. I think to, it goes back to this again, where Bannon's playing far, far too deep. Like, he, he, I feel like he, he's got no confidence in uh, in the players around him. But yeah, anyway, that's uh, that's by the by. I mean, Pelle Pesce, I know you, I know you hate Pelle Pesce, but I, I think he, I think he does a job. But, but to be fair, if it's if it's whether we give him a contract or not, I think we will give him a contract. I think we've got other, we've got better players than Pelle. We don't need Pelle Pesce. In the side, and with Bannon, with Bannon, like you're on about, then I know what you're saying again, and I know your your thoughts on Bannon. I we need to sign him for four year. I think I don't care how old he is. Like I want him to be a club afterwards, <laughs> like like a Lee Bullen sort of thing. I think he's good to have around club. He's, he's always posting with his family on Instagram or about Wednesday and tagging other players and young players, and he, he just seems to be a really good lad about there. And I, going back to Bannon, the only other chance we had against Preston, what was it? It was that shot from Bannon. It was nice to see him. He hadn't done that in a while. That yeah, it was nice to see. It was brilliant save, but it was nice to see him having that effort. It didn't, it didn't matter that it didn't go into me at all because it was a shot. It should have gone in and it didn't. It was a good save, but he's got gave him a bit of confidence and they won in end, so it didn't matter. So I just, I, I'd be nice to see him like that again with a smile at the end of it and like taking it off Lee's toes and stuff like this. That proves your point again that yeah, everything's got to go through him. He's picking it up in defence. Yeah. He's got to be there. He's got to be there. He's got to do this. He's, you can always slide in round, making side tackles in defence and then he's running out and pinging, but yeah, it does. I know what you mean. So the the other names on that list, that Thompson again, young lad, he, you know, he doesn't deserve not to get a, uh, another contract. I don't, I don't think. But Regida, I think he's going to be a first team regular. Me, I can see quite a lot in him. Yep. Uh, I hope that he, I hope that he continues. I hope that we don't do what we normally do and, and turn a good player shit because we we have quite a quite an habit of doing of doing that yep. uh, to, to to us players. But yeah, I can see a good future on him. Odebejo again, I, I really missed him. I, I, don't, I, I don't think he brings a lot to to the side. So again, if you if you if you don't play again, he's not a massive. Uh, he's not a big miss. Lee's, I think he's solid. Um, I, th- I thought the jury was out on him. Um, you know, early on in the season and back in the last season, I, th- I think he has stepped it up a bit. Um, I think he he benefits from from having a decent centre back partner. I know we spoke about when you know Shea Dunkley with uh, and him with, with the centre back pairing and they were doing quite well. He did the same way with Hutchinson. I think he does need that certain you know certain people alongside him and he does kind of thrive off that. So I'd, yeah, definitely keep uh, keep Lee's Penny. Um, I mean, everyone's been crying out to to get him in the side. And he, you know, he started know. the last last two. I don't think. When he first started, what a couple, uh, a couple of seasons ago now, he was getting forward and he was bombing forward all the time and getting crosses in and stuff. And I hadn't seen that in the last two last two games. Whether or not that pitch against Coventry, or whether you know whether he's been told to be a bit more defensive minded, but um, but at least he's getting a start. And hopefully, he can see that that you know that part of his game come back. It just sort of shows that you know we're always like, why don't you give plenty of chance? Or why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? We always do it as a fan, and then. Man, a new manager comes in. Rhodes didn't get a chance again. He don't get a chance again. And all this, that it must be something they're not doing off pitch and blah blah. And it, I think it, it, it proves them right to be honest. Because when you go back to a few seasons ago, I always remember what stands out to me is Aston Villa away when we won two one, and he played, and he, he was doing that round the world. He was taking people on like on a twist. He was getting bought. He looked solid, and then he's gone out and loan. He's done all right. He's come back, and then he don't look that good. It, it, to be honest, it, it don't look one the potential that I saw like so. It obviously shows in training they know more than us. They see it every day and they pick the team based on who they think is in form or whatever. And I just think, yeah, he's not he's not showing the potential that he could have done. That's clearly why he's not been starting all the time recently. Yeah. Obviously, uh, another couple of names on, on that list, Adam Reach. Um, it all comes back to money as, as well, I think. It all depends on what sort of 
deals they're on. I think we need to be, if they're on those big, big sort of contracts, we need to be keeping that wage bill down just for, well, just for like FFP and, and, and stuff like that. I know we don't want to get into any, any sort of trouble. Well, when are they going to? When are they going to pay him that to think? So if you look at it now, right, we're on about this guy from Crew signing him for six hundred grand. That that pays what pays wages. Do you know what I mean? I don't get at it. All works six hundred grand that we could just pay for a player that we're offering out. It that pays for all players' wages that they've been getting short. And do you know what I mean? I don't understand how it all works. I don't understand how it all I'm, works. I'm, and... I've no idea. I mean, nothing's obviously come. Well, the club never say who they're, who they're looking into and. And stuff. I could only see that you know signing players on on freeze. Really, I mean, I think we're linked to another left back from from Wigan, which uh, you know, we'll probably touch on a little bit uh, a little bit later on. Um, but I've, yeah, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't sound right, does it? How can you how can you not play not pay someone, but yet sign sign another player? It just doesn't it just doesn't make any sense, especially when you're not offloading anyone. It's not like we've sold, you know. Jordan Rhodes to twenty five million or, or James, James, I know behind the scenes, behind the scenes with Rhodes, all you'd be doing if you were like chairman now, you know, this is the last chance you've got to make a bit of money. Even if it's half a million, right, and the wages off, why are you not going like just going on Sky Sports do live live and saying, right, does anybody want to buy Jordan Rhodes? Just going live interview. Does anyone want to buy him right now? Like you can have him for blah blah. Do you know what I mean? Why is he not pushing putting him out to all these clubs? Why not? But these players, if they're not going to sign new contracts, whoever, why is he not trying to get loads of money from him or a tiny bit of money or anything at all? Like it's just like he doesn't know what he's don't know about football. He's never ever been a, a man, a chairman to sell anyone in anyway, which is not wrong with that. But I just think at some at some point he's got to think right. We need to get rid of someone. Yeah, I mean, if if I were chancellor, I'd be straight onto the fax machine because that's how the new chancellor is, isn't it? It's always on fax machine. In the, even in this day and age, it's never on. Uh, it's never emails or WhatsApp or is it? It's always a, a fax has come through or something like that. Is there a team in Malta that might want him? And what about India? You no, know, we could send him off to India like uh, Gary Hooper. Hey, talking about Gary Hooper, do you see that goal that he scored? Mate, I'd have him back. No, I'd have him back. Now. I've never wanted him to go. But yeah, it was a shame he got injured when he did. I'd have him back right now. Like I know he'd still bang him in there. But well, that goal he scored, if it was like thirty-five yards, looped it off at keeper. It was amazing. Like, but and it don't matter what league he's in. When people say, "Oh, it's in that league," it's in. Don't matter what league he's in. It don't matter what league, what league it's. It don't matter if it's on a Sunday league pitch. He's still done it. He's still got it. Anyway. Yeah, he's still got that. So I mean, other couple of names on that list. Hutchinson. I mean, he's only played two games, has he? So. I'd have to wait a bit to see what he what he's like if he you know if he picks up another injury or something like that then uh, you know there's no no point in, in keeping him then uh, yeah Van Arken you no know, I'd, I'd get shut in and then I've already spoke about Westwood yeah I'll, uh, we'll we'll obviously keep keep Westwood um, myself and Jamie bring this podcast to you because we're both passionate Wednesday eyes but it doesn't come without a cost now we're not doing this to get rich but for less than the cost of a match day pie and a pint you can help support the podcast. By becoming a patron, you'll be helping with the hosting costs, as well as allowing us to purchase new equipment to further enhance the listening experience and allow us to continue producing this podcast for you each and every week. Just go to patreon.com forward slash WTIDpod to become a patron of the podcast. Now, we don't want it to make you feel like you have to, but your support is genuinely appreciated, so thank you. Got your second clue before we move on? Yeah, yeah, go on then. Go ahead, go ahead with your second clue. Second clue. So... We've already said we signed him from Preston in 2003, played 58 games, and he's a left-back. Second clue, from Wednesday, he joined Berry and then ended his career at Rochdale in 2018. He was there for eight years. That's the second clue. Any more ideas? Left-back from Preston. Nope, they'll let take over you. And then let him take over you until last clue comes. No, no, I, I'm... Uh... I've got an idea, but I don't. No, we have. No, we haven't actually. I've got no idea. I've got no idea. Uh, I was thinking. Of, I was thinking of Tommy Spur. I know you're impressed with me. Obviously, we're in the academy, weren't he? So he, he can't be. Well, he can't be we'll in. get back. We'll get back to it in a bit, Paul. We'll have the last clue in a bit. I'll see. See how many listeners have got it so far. Okay. No. Uh, no problem. Now we're just going to touch on uh, the manager saga. It feels like we do this every single week. Now I put a I put a tweet out. Earlier, uh, just a bit of a quick, quick poll, just to say, you know, what what should we do in regards to the manager situation? Should we either appoint someone now and get a new manager in, or would you give it to Thompson until end of the season? Now, 
63% of people said give it to Thompson till till end of the season. Uh, to be honest, I've got to I've got to kind of agree with them. I think he's been to, at the club for so long. We've got games coming left, you know, literally midweek weekend, midweek weekend until end of the season. He knows them players inside out because all them players he will have been there when all them players came into the club. There's no player that's that's been at the club longer than what he has. So for me. If a new manager comes in, he's got to get to know the players. He's got to kind of find out what his best side is. Now I know Nick Thompson's not been around the first team for for all that all that time, but it, surely it's got to be a, it's got to be a good thing that he, that he knows. And and for me, give it until the end of the season. We was picking up results. It seems to have got him working well. I I just give it to him to be, to be fair. Yep, um, I agree now, but only because it's the end of January and there's no more no to do, but. We've got players that are all best players contracts and well, two main best players to me. Contracts are ending. The contracts are ending. Manager, end of it, his contract's ending. Not ending, but he's either going to get a job permanently or in. Like it's not a good situation to be in. You either want loads of players that have signed new contracts, but then you keep a manager to end the season from rules from youth or other way around. You keep your You've got players that don't know whether to sign a new contract, but you've got a manager in that's telling them they're going to be part of the future, whether they're in League One or Championship, that makes them want to sign a new contract. You can't have both, which is what we've got. A manager that can't really give them new contracts, and you know that he's not, you don't know whether he's going to be in plans or not because you don't know who's going to be managing you next season. And players that don't know who they're playing for and quite basically don't care if we go down, we'll do, but don't care if we go down anyway because what have they got to lose? If they have a new club or doing League One, they're still getting paid anyway. So I don't know, mate. Yeah, but for, for for me though, um, it's quite clear that the manager's not making them decisions. Uh, whoever it is that's gonna that's gonna come in, uh, it's clear that we're gonna have just a you know it's gonna be that head coach title, isn't it? Um, and you know, Chancey and his advisors are gonna be you know signing the new players and stuff. I'm guessing it's it's them that are gonna be making the decisions on the on the contract side of things as well. So the the fact that we have you know. I've got a manager or not, I don't think that's going to really make a make a difference. Um, but it, like I said, it's quite worrying that all them people are going to be going to be out of contract. But for, for me, it, it, it don't matter. It don't matter either way. Well, for me, it would if I were if I were at a club, I'd want to know that I wanted, and I'd want I'd want to be told I wanted whatever. So I you need I need that as as a like comfort. Like I don't know to make me feel good about it and whatever and about wanting to stay there and the second thing is if I'm Chancere and I want to keep Reach or I want to keep Bannon or whatever and it's him that's making all these decisions why Why is he not FaceTiming and saying you're important to me tell me what you want or are you, are you happy with this I'm sorry about the money at the minute what you're getting but that will be resolved you're an important figure to me and it doesn't matter what manager comes in you know how much we love you and we want you to stay bar bar let's sign a new contract why is he not doing that do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Now, before we uh, before we move on, uh, I just want to uh, obviously tell everyone, you know, keep your eyes peeled. We have got some more interviews with former players coming along. Uh, we've already spoken to Glenn Leuvens and Chris Turner, so them those interviews are already uh, ready to go out for you to for you to listen to. Uh, we've already got the Chris Limes and Marcus Tudguy interview for you for you to listen. Um, you know, for you to, so I'll start that again. We've already got the Chris Lines and Marcus Tudguy interview for you to listen to. So uh, if you haven't listened to that already, then please go and uh, you know just go onto the podcasts and uh, look back at a few episodes and uh, obviously do let us know what you think as well. And if there's anyone that you want to hear from, um, it can't be current players because we've already got his wrist slapped for talking to current players. But if there's any former players or managers or anyone like that, what you want us to uh, get in touch with, then please, you know, tweet us. It's at WTID pod uh, and just let us let us know. And at the same time, mate, it's good because we've got another two people, I'm not going to say players, managers, whoever that related to Wednesday that we've got on that we've done already. And um, we're excited to announce, but we're not going to do that, obviously, yet. We're already a few weeks ahead of ourselves anyway. Um, and it's good. It's, it's, just, it's just good. When you look at other clubs, I don't want to compare us to other podcasts and things like that, but you look at how established they are, how many more listeners they had and how long we've been doing it and the type of people we've had on and we've got in touch with and that have wanted to speak to us and it's just brilliant. So, yeah, when let us know realistically when, you, when you're saying who you want to speak to. We can't speak to Reggie Blinker, you know what I mean? It's a bit impossible to get in touch with him, but, yeah, we'll do what we can. Well, we've got uh, David Lucas coming up. That's that's the next one that, uh, that obviously we've already announced. Uh, obviously, you were part of that uh, Kings of Cardiff 
side yeah. weren't it? It's uh, the fam- famously won against Hartley Pool. That game where I missed two of the goals, which I'm still, you know, I, I still can't believe that. <laughs> well, ask him if he remembers you were going to toilet. <laughs> well, that might have heard me the sigh when uh, when I realised that I missed the uh, missed the goal, but uh, but yeah. The Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Now, um, next thing we're going to talk about, sure, going to Celtic. I don't want to talk about it too much, but um, what do you think on that one? Is it going or not? No, no, but I don't think no. It- I don't think he is now. Like, I know he's good and all this and we, we want him and whatever, but there can't be someone that, surely there can't be someone from Celtic that's in COVID, that's in Sheffield, in lockdown, watching him and going, yeah, I've seen him play two games, we need to sign him for Celtic. I, I don't, I can't see it, especially when it ends the season, he's going to be a free agent. Like, why, why now anyway? Uh, I don't know. Well, I think, I think they sign him on, a, on what they call like a pre-contract agreement, aren't they? So he'll still be a Wednesday player until the end of the season. It's all it's it's all papers. Yeah. It's all papers and rumours in it until it happens, mate. You don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know whether it's whether it's the agent trying to get him a better deal at Sheffield Wednesday by kind of creating a bit of a bit of a story. But by all accounts, he has actually been in talks with Celtic. So uh, De- it's all, all, definitely. Yeah, but well, well, we can never say definitely. I suppose there's only certain people that know that for for sure. But they were for sure. Uh, they, <laughs> I realise that when I said it, <laughs> but no, you know, it sounds like there has there has been talks, and that rumour is not just a rumour that the you know there is a distinct possibility. I mean, what would you do if you say you're Liam Shaw, so you're a young kid, you've just broken through into into Wednesday side, the club that you that you love, and that you've supported you know ever since you were you know a little nipper. Yeah, you're doing Zidane, you know, around the world or whatever against Exeter, and everyone's loving you. Yeah, you can't put a foot wrong. You've scored your first goal, and then Celtic coming, you know, are interested in you, and yep. you've not signed a new deal with the club that you're on. What, what, if you were Liam Shaw, what would you do? Right what, now? what, what would I do? So I'm not going to talk shit like every Wednesday fan is on Facebook. To be honest, I'm sorry for calling us all talk shit talkers, but it's true. They're all saying you've got to stay with the club you support as a kid, but he's a Wednesday fan. Bullshit. Bullshit. If you're at Wednesday, League One, battling there, you've got six months left on your contract, you've literally played two games, fans are like, you shit, you're good, you shit, you're good every week, should he play, should he play, he's on this much money, he's unsure about manager, he's unsure about this money going in, and then you've got Celtic playing in front of 50,000 every single week when it's not in lockdown, you've got to move to a new city with more money, you're going. Simple as that. Even though I'm a massive Wednesday fan, you know I am, I'm going, yeah. I'm off. Yeah, I mean, I think someone said someone said on Twitter something like, you know, he needs there's no loyalty anymore. I and mean, it not being funny, but if say I worked at Morrison's and I had done for thirty years, yeah, and I've met all, all mates and they give it first job and yeah. they stand the other, and then Tesco come along and offer me twice as much money. I'm not going to yep. go. Sorry, mate. I'm, yep. I'm going to stay at Morrison's. I'm off. I'm going. To, I'm going to Tesco's. So, exactly. So. You know, I mean, if we don't know how much money and we don't know what what money's been put on the table and stuff, but it's going to be more. You know, it's, it's, you know it's, it's a football at the end of the day. He's going to whoever he plays for Celtic, whoever he plays for you know Arsenal, Fenerbahce, whoever he plays for, he's still going to be a Sheffield Wednesday fan. That, yeah. That's never going exactly. to change. Exactly. It's not only that, mate. If 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 Wednesday, Eric. Seventh league pushing for playoffs, and you've got a manager who's telling you you're going to be part of the plans, and all fans are going to ground every week, and everyone's happy, and you've just got this new deal. It's a different, completely different story, but it's not everything about the club at the minute, apart from winning a few last few games, is negative. It's always negative. He knows if he has one bad game, that's it. He's getting slated all over Facebook. If it were too soon, I knew we weren't good enough. Should have gone to Celtic. Should have got some money for it. It's just um, there's no no brainer to me. I'm a massive Wednesday. You know how much I, I'm obsessed with it, but I'm off if I'm him. I'm off straight away. Yeah, I mean the other one that we've been uh, well, these two that we've been linked with. Um, one were Cosgrove from Aberdeen. Uh, apparently, that's only recently just been announced that he's off on his way to Birmingham. Which, I mean, again, Cosgrove. I've never even heard of him, and it just shows what what sort of, what club we are if we're we're going for Aberdeen strikers. I mean, we know what, what happened last time we went for a Scottish striker. Was it um, Stevie May? Stevie May. He was shite, him, weren't he? <laughs> he was shocking. You don't think it's him, James? He, he scored a few goals. I, 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 I thought he were all right. I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not. I know him quite well, so it's not. It's not. I'm not saying it because of that. I actually thought he were all right, and 
it didn't do it didn't do as bad as everyone's saying. He scored that brace again. I think it might be. But anyway, I, yeah, it, it it didn't work. But um, it's when you look at like yeah, Wednesday they went for left back, but Blackburn and probably beat us to it. Wednesday went for striker, but Birmingham beat us to it. You know what I mean? This is this is out when it's bad when you've got people like Birmingham and Blackburn beating you to players and have, even having to choose between them two clubs when it should just be well a few seasons ago we just all to earn it. So it's just yeah, upsetting. yeah, that's what I mean, um, I'm going to go on a bit of a, a bit of a rant now about uh, about the club and, and and stuff. And for for me, like Chancere, we just I know I've said it before, but he just hasn't got a Scooby Doo what what he's doing. Or he certainly doesn't seem like that anyway. From you know from the outside, from the outside looking in, we you know we've got no sort of vision. Um, I, I, I want him to I want him to come out and say to us. This is what this is what we're doing. You know, we, we, it's not even come out and said anything about manager situation. If we're going to keep um, Thompson on, just come out and say we're going to keep Thompson on. If we if he wants to sign a manager, come out and say that's what we're going to do. We just everyone's kept in limbo. Um, yeah. We just we just look like an absolute joke uh, of, a, of a football club. We've got you know, I mean, other other clubs have had have spent big, but they've not had. The, the sort of issues that we've had, you know, look at, you know, look at Derby now. They nobody, nobody's talking about them in terms of, you know, points deductions and, and and stuff like that. I mean, if you take that points deduction away, you know, six we would have been six points better off. Yeah, would have been would have been up. I think would have been up uh, level on points with Derby now. Uh, so and, and not really. All right, we're still in a relegation fight, but we've got all other all other things like we've got no commercial future whatsoever. You know, he's got his name all over all over stand. We've got, I know I said it before, we've got them no sponsors whatsoever. He's, you know, he's come out and he said that the reason why he ain't got any sponsors is because we're so negative. But you know, the reason why we're negative is because is because they're in. Someone put on on Twitter as well said um, all these play all these uh, fans calling for Chancery to walk out. It, that's like me asking you to walk out your house. And I, I couldn't I couldn't help myself. I, I replied to him so that by saying. That's total rubbish. It's like me saying to you, leave your house after you've got a wrecking ball and smashed it all to bits because that's what Chancera has done to this club. He's, you know, he's come in and he's just he just ruined it from the from the top down. And uh, I, I just, you know, I'm sure he's put all that money in. For, you know, he's had good faith and things like that. But he, he, all these advisors that are leaving, there's a there's a com, common denominator, and it's and it's him. And I feel like it's just a bit of a toy to him, and it, it, the only reason why he's bothered about it is because he's spent three hundred and fifty million pound. And I think he needs to realise that the club isn't worth three hundred and fifty million pound at all. If we go down, it's even worth, it's worth even less. So he's got a decision to make: does he does he, you know, sort you now sort sort himself out and keep us in this division, or does he just you know he's got to accept that? He's made a mistake and he needs to just get out. Well, I I, I, don't, I don't agree, mate. I've, I, I, I like Chancery. I know he's made a lot of mistakes, but I think what clarified it with me is you've got all this in media. Although he's at it again, he's doing this, he's doing that. You can have whatever you want in media, but when you hear from Glenn Lovins himself, when we spoke to him the other week, and he's saying, listen, he's got best clubs interest at heart and he loves the club, he's committed and whatever. And he, and he works with him, he's worked under him, whatever. That's all I need, lad. That's all I need. Um, I know he's made mistakes. I know. He might do things wrong sometimes or whatever, but I'd, I he, he can't have just took over the club to think right. I'm just I'm gonna become a. He's already a millionaire. Like why do it? Like to become a multi-billion trillion? But no, like he's, he's made mistakes. Simple, and uh, he's struggling. But I just think the worst thing is at the minute that we're on our best run at season. I think we'd be about fourth, fifth or something from last since we started winning in record table. But the thing is, we're not going to do that for the rest of the season. Fact, we're not going to keep doing that for the rest of the season. So. When we have our blip or when we lose two games, we, we're really, really, really down in again, dragged in it again. We've got to literally, in the last half of the season, we've got to have another two of these runs again to stay up, and it's it's going to be very difficult. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not doubting that you know that Chancery, like I say, he's got he's got the club in the best interest, but when it comes out and says you know that he, that he really cares about him and stuff like that, I, I, it just do not wash with me really. I, I think I think the only reason why he came in. Um, and bought the club is probably because of his son. Uh, you know, his son wanted a wanted a, a football club, and, he, and he's kind of bought that football club for him. Um, and he's he's spent he's just spent 
all this money, but he's got nothing to show for it. And then, and I know if we'd have got into into Premier League, uh, if we'd have beat Hull, what was it, five, six years ago now, if we'd have beat Hull, and things would have been totally different. But we didn't, and then we had, we didn't have a plan B, and then he's he's just. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know. It, 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 I think the icing on the cake when he called fans customers. I think that just kind of that was like the final, final nail in the coffin. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a chancery out person. I just think that something's got to change. Yep, yeah, I know. I agree. I agree. Something's got to change. But you don't, you don't buy your son a football club because he's because he's rich. Like he can buy anyone. Could have bought any club. Didn't need to buy this club. Didn't need to come over here. But I feel for him, but at the same time, I know he's, I know he's been tough. So it's a bit of an odd situation to get out of, mate. It's, it's difficult. It's just sad and shit in it, but uh, yeah, in, in a way, I know it sounds really negative, but is it the worst thing on the planet if they have to go down and rebuild again? Uh, do you know what I mean? It's not. I, I hate it. Do you know what I mean? I don't want us to go down, obviously, but I would rather be winning every week. Like I, I just remember loving League One because we used to win most weeks, and we used to sign these players from. Championship teams that weren't as good, that were really good for us, or League One teams that I'd always want to come to Wednesday and League One players in, like Ryan Lowe and all them sort of people. And it was just exciting, even though we're only League One, and then getting back up again and starting again. And that's how it worked last time. I just don't know. I, I, obviously, I want to stay up, but if it, if it means getting out Deadwood and whatever, then stuff it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, after after Contra game, I, I, I thought that was exactly, I thought we were, I thought we were dead and buried. And I know that Preston games give us a bit of a another lease of life um, and hopefully we can hopefully we can stay up but I, I would in exactly the same boat as you I, I don't the only problem we've got as well is when, if we do, if we do go down they've got that wage cap haven't they in uh, in League One I don't know how it works in terms of signing contracts I, I think they have to honour it until the end of their their contract but signing new players you have to you have to adhere to that that wage cap which is obviously going to be a bit of a a bit of a problem which I suppose Really, that's even more of a reason to sign these these players like your Reachers and your Bannons. Get them signed now, because if we do go down, at least they're going to stay on them them contracts. We're going to keep them players that are hopefully yeah. going to going to get out of us. But yeah, I don't, I don't really want to talk about going down. I think uh, it just it just gets me a bit upset talking about uh, the you know the prospectors going back into into League One when we were so close to getting into into the Premiership. We have a new podcast ready for you to download and listen to each and every Monday. So make sure you subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. episode. So um, do you want to uh, do the last clue then? Because the first two clues, I, you know, I ain't got foggiest of ideas who that is. So uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Last clue though, I'm not going to do initials like last week because it's a bit too easy. Uh, so... The last clue is, yes, he ended his career at Rochdale and now he's also their manager. That is the last clue. He's also their manager. So, are you ready? Ten seconds, go. Have you got it? I think I've got it. I think I've got it. I think I am. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not too sure. All the fans at home. Uh, fans, all the fans at home. Let us know if you got it right, James. Go on then. Is his initials GC? No. Who did you think you were? No. I'm thinking of Graham, Co- Graham Coughlin. No, nah, we weren't a left back. So it were Brian Barry no. Murphy. Brian Barry Murphy. The only reason I said it is because I'd, I'd seen a, um, a picture of him Managing for someone for some lower league side, so I, I can't remember where it were. He managed Bristol Rovers at getting them top of league, and then he, he left because of I don't missed home or something, and then he went to Mansfield and got sacked. But yeah, it's Brian Barry Murphy. All right, well, uh, any fans get it? Let us know. Let us know. Yeah, tweet us at WTID Pod. Uh, let us know if you uh, if you knew who it was, and let us know what, at what point you knew who it, who it were yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, Mapping versus Howcroft. As we do every week, uh, obviously we have the uh, the Wednesday picks uh, feature. For those that don't know, you should do because we talk about it every single week. Uh, your Wednesday picks is a, f- a free to play game whereby asking and correctly predicting the outcome of the games can bag yourself a share of a thousand pounds. Download the app today from the app store to play along. Uh, please play responsibly and be gambleaware.org. So uh, 
Also, we'll go uh, ahead to the uh, to the next game, uh, which is Bournemouth uh, on Tuesday. But before that, obviously, we'll uh, we'll, we'll share the results from the uh, from the Coventry game. So, uh, do you want to know one? Looking looking back here, I think we're more or less same. Did we say the same? Did we say exactly the same? <laughs> Well, we nearly said exactly the same. The only one we had different, we how many goals we'd score, but all, all the other ones were exactly the same. And uh, it's never a draw. Goals, so it's, it's never a draw, draw. yeah. <laughs> it's a draw. Bloody hell. Right. So, uh, so the scores on the doors, it's still 1-1. It's still one, one. Is it 1-1? One, one? Uh, is it 2-2? Two, two, or is it 1-1? One one it doesn't really matter, does it? It's 1-1. One, one. Yeah, it's 1-1 one, one still. Right. It's 1-1. It's, it's one, one. So... Um, Shall I go first this time? I think you've gone first yep. every, every single week, and we? So, uh, I'll go first then. So, for, for those that are listening, uh, the, the five questions that we've got is, will we beat um, Bournemouth? How many goals will we score? How many corners will we get? How many shots on target will we have? And how many saves will goalkeeper make? So, um, Bournemouth, let's have a think. Uh, no, we're not going to beat Bournemouth. Um, how many goals are we going to score? One, we're going to score one goal. We're going to have two corners. We're going to have two shots on target. And then we're going to make four or more saves. So, over to you. Right. We're not going to win. No goals. One shot on target. Three saves and four corners. We have a new podcast ready for you to download and listen to each and every Monday. So, make sure you subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. Episode. So looking ahead to Tuesday's game, then Jamie, how do you think it's going to? Uh, how do you think it's going to pan out? Obviously, Bournemouth are obviously up near the top of the league, but they have had a bit of a wobble uh, over over recent weeks. Uh, they've had a few few defeats. Obviously, they lost to Reading on Friday night. I'm not sure if you if you watch that one, but yeah, how do you, how do you see that one panning out against Bournemouth? Well, Lucas Jow was solid in that game, by the way. But yeah, let's not talk about that. Um, they still looked a bit threatening in the second half. They've still got a lot more than us. And I think this is when they turn it around and get an, an easy home win against Wednesday, especially after we beat Middlesbrough early on in the season. Um, I hope was talking on podcast podcast next week saying we've picked up at least three points from the next two games. Um, it's it's weird now because I know it's only time, but right now we're seven days away from knowing how many points we're going to get out of two games. We haven't got a clue right now as we're speaking. And when we listen back in a week, we'll be like, God, I wish that had gone different. Oh, oh what a result. But let's just see what we're, what we're saying next Saturday. What, uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't see him beating Bournemouth. I, th- I think that's just because I'm looking at where they are in the league table. Uh, we probably would have said exactly the same when we played Bournemouth earlier in the season when we beat them 1-0. Um, obviously, stranger things have happened, but I, th- I think, you know, like you said earlier, we can't win every game and we are going to lose a few. Looking at the next two or three fixtures, you know, we've got, we've got Bournemouth and then in, in, in the next two, I think really we've got to pick up at least six points. Uh, if there's a team that you're going to say you're going to lose against, it's going to be it's going to be Bournemouth. So I, th- I think if we even if we get a point or anything like that, that's going to be absolutely massive uh, in our you know bid to you know survive this season. Yeah, I agree, but I can't see us. I just can't. We don't draw, do we? We don't seem to draw, and um, obviously we do. But you know what I mean. Not so we no lose normally. I just, I just can't see it coming at Bournemouth. They, they're obviously on a bad run. They're going to want to change it. We're on a good run, but we've not been playing well. I just think it's set up. For a two or three nil defeat, but I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean after after Bournemouth, there is, is Millwall, another away game. I mean I know um, you know we are the fans. I know Millwall is probably one of the trickier places to go uh, at the Den. Um, I know you spoke about when you went there uh, quite a few few seasons ago when you uh, when Frankie Simek scored uh, yeah. scored that goal. They're not winning but, many. Uh, They're not winning many though, mate. They're not winning many games Millwall, especially at home. No, no. Uh, like I said, I think I think really if we if we could take if we could get if we could carry this unbeaten run, um, or, or, or start an unbeaten run, should I say, then that's got to be a positive. But no, um, I, I can't see us beating Bournemouth. If we if we do lose against Bournemouth, then we, it's, it's vitally important that we that we pick three points up against Millwall. It, just three points from every two games, mate. That's all I'm saying for the rest of the season. Or oh, that will keep us up. Three point. If you just look at the next two games, hand in hand, get three points from the next two games. And if you lose them both, you think right, next two, gotta try and win them both. And if you only get four points, then you're gonna think right, next two, you need another four points to cancel that. Do you know what I mean? Just try and pick up a thing. Try and pick up one win out of two in every game, every two fixtures that you look at, and we can't go wrong if we do it.
so that ends obviously today's podcast um hopefully you've all enjoyed listening if you have enjoyed listening to the podcast then please give us a rating uh, or a review we do really appreciate it uh, don't forget you can always uh, tweet us on twitter uh, it's at wtid pod so if there's anything that you want us to talk about or anything like that we are quite vocal on there uh, and you can also follow uh, us on twitter individually i'm at james mapping uh, and jamie's at Jimmy Howcroft, if you want us to follow us on there, we do uh, to get involved with all the discussions. Right, and one last thing before I go, James, as well, Patreon. Um, if anyone does want to do it, I know we've got about two or three now people that are paying monthly, it's only four quid or whatever it is, nothing. And like, you know, like we've said a million times, we're not doing it to get rich, whoever it's not to get rich, but I need an, I need a new microphone that I can't afford a minute. I need a new studio on it. <laughs> if anyone wants to do it, let us know because that'd be fantastic to help us out as well. Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, www.patreon.com forward slash WTID pod if you want to have a look on there and become a, a season ticket holder of the Four podcast. Quid a month. We do, Four quid a month. We do yeah. really appreciate it. So, yep, thank you very much from me. Goodbye from me. See you next week. See you next week, everyone. Thank you. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.